Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. We hope everyone is having a great day. We have a different episode for you. We have a major headline that has hit Bachelor Nation that we cannot wait to talk about, as well as we have no guest, but we have something even better. We are answering all of the fan questions that you guys have been submitting and have been dying to get the answers to. So we're just going to have... This is just going to be a really interesting podcast. I'm ready. I think it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. So Colton Underwood went on Good Morning America yesterday talking about, you know, something that has been really difficult for him to get off of his chest and to really confront, and that is him being gay. And he has addressed all of Bachelor Nation and all of his fans that he is sorry Um that he wasn't able to live his truth before, but now that he's able to confront it and really come to terms with it, he is so happy to be open and out and to be honest with everybody. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I was a little shocked at first, but all in all, the happiness that I have for him, that he's finally able to live his truth and to be out and like their sense of relief that I got from his interview is something that I have to commend immensely. And I'm just so happy that he's able to just be him. Yeah. I, okay. So, I mean, you you know him, you were on his season. I mean, I know Colton. I was on his season of paradise. I'm friends with him. I like Colton. I've always got along with him. I always thought yeah. he was a nice guy. I mean, there's been some drama around him, but I consider him a friend. I didn't know he was gay. I'm not like completely shocked by it personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he, the, you know, he's a, good looking guy he was a virgin <laughs> he's an athlete um he ne- there was never really an explanation on why he was a virgin just which is fine i mean if you want to be a virgin you want to be a virgin you don't need to explain right. it to anyone but there was no like religious beliefs behind it i don't think so no. that was always like huh you know that's interesting but he he is a really religious person no yeah but he i don't really think that's religious, why he was a virgin but he always said mm. that it wasn't because of religion as to why he was a virgin okay gotcha yeah mm-hmm um, but you know, uh, you could kind of always tell, and I think, I mean, Tasha, you know, him on a personal level too, that there always right. did seem to be something that he was holding back. Mm. I fully agree with that. Right. Mm. I fully agree with that. Even like being on his season and like, like you said, getting to know him pretty intimately and like knowing getting to know him in a different way than I think a lot of people have been able to. Um, there is always something that I couldn't get a read on with him. Like, I feel like he was not always himself. And now it all makes sense because I feel like when I was trying to have those serious conversations with him and and when I was trying to picture a life with him down the road, like, there is always something that he would kind of put a wall up against because like he he couldn't fully believe that. That's not what he really what he wanted. And now it makes sense as to why he wasn't able to get there with me, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Well, what? I mean, here, let's let's Yo. let's address this because he's he's apologizing to Bachelor Nation and right. to everybody else. I don't personally think he needs to apologize. I mean, if he didn't know, I, I, I don't, he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that was just like faking this all along. Yeah. I think he was just really struggling with it and didn't know. And I know a big thing for him is when you're growing up and you're an athlete, coming out and being gay is just not really accepted. Yeah. Right. Right. 
Right. But he did. But he did know. He did know. He said that in the interview. He said that. He said that he pretty much knew when he was in high school that he was more attracted to men than he is right. to women, right, or right. to boys than than girls. Um, and I think that the 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 toxic masculinity in this country that um, people feel. You know, you're not a man unless you have a family and you get married and you have some kids. And, you know, that that whole thing is, at least when I was listening to his interview, is what played a big part in it. And that's why he's when he said, I mean, it was heartbreaking when he said that he used to pray to God to basically thanks for making me straight. You know, right. so he knew he knew that he didn't want to be with women, I guess, you know, but he also knew in his brain that. It was wrong because of society. And I think that's a big thing in acceptance and just watching this interview. What I saw more than anything in that apology, I mean, apologizing to the women and apologizing to Nature for not uh, living in his truth. I don't think okay. it's like apologizing for being gay. I think it's really apologizing for not living in his truth and not being having the courage to really live in his truth, which so many people struggle with, uh, I'm sure, in in many things, not just, right. you know, their sexuality and many things. And they put people through tumultuous relationships. I mean, you know, we were talking about this um, on a prior episode, wanting to be in a uh, Wanting, pretending like you should be in a relationship. I'm a certain age, so I should be married. I should be this. I should be that. But like, you really don't want to, right? Right. And yeah. putting someone, a partner, through that. Um. So, I think overall, when I watch the, when I watch the, interview, I just saw a person who can really look in his, look at himself in the mirror and really recognize himself now. And what you guys are talking about, as far as like, you know, I of course I don't know Colton. I've never met him, but something missing it's like he was missing himself at least it's what it sounded like you know yeah. missing who he really is yeah but um i want to say this i actually want to have this conversation when he went on the bachelorette so he went on mm -hmm. becca's season yeah i don't necessarily I, I don't think he went on like knowing that he was gay a hundred percent like i i still think he he went on thinking like maybe maybe i'm bi Maybe there's a chance. Totally, totally. Uh, like I, that's what I get. You know, I think because I think he actually did have. Well, I don't know though. Well, actually, I know I don't know. But I, I mean, he say, said he I, did have feelings for Cassie. Like he truly did love her. So he. Yeah. I think he allowed that part of himself. Like he wanted that. I think he wanted to get there, and like maybe he just loved her as a human. You know right, what I mean? Right. So but, I get what you're trying to say, Joe. Like I, I feel like. But this I don't think he went there with malicious intent to like try to fake anything. No, no, I, I don't think that either. But I think that the the key things from what he was saying was, I know that this is wrong. And even him thinking that growing up in, in football and growing up in the way that he did um, playing sports and putting this negative connotation on being gay, I think that he was like, that's not me and i will fall in love with a girl i just haven't yet right like at yeah. least that's what it sounded like um and then when he did fall in love with cassie 
Um, he, in his mind, probably, again, from watching the interview, um, he really sounded just like, if this is what love is, because I love this person, this is what it's supposed to be. Because this is the person, this is the woman who is the only woman that I've ever loved, right? It was it was very interesting. It was very touching. I mean, I'm glad that he is in a place where he can accept himself. But, you know, all of the things that transpired between him and Cassie that we read about, you know, I don't, I also don't know Cassie. I am very curious to see what she thinks. Maybe we'll have Cassie come to clickbait and talk to us. <laughs> um, but... The the things that went on between them, you know, I definitely want to talk about the difference in that. Like coming out, I have a lot of gay friends coming out on its own is like a that's a big thing. It's a big thing uh, to do because you, again, take that self-acceptance and you really say to your friends and your family, this is who I am and this is what this is the truth that I want to walk in. But at the same time. It doesn't excuse the other things that happened and I was on the Twitter and I was looking at the the things that people were saying. And yeah. I think, you know, some people are saying like, oh, people, he just wants people to feel sorry for him coming out. It's not, it's not a way to make someone feel sorry for you. That's like, it's not, the, no, that's not what, it's not what you would do at all. Right. Uh, for that to happen. So, I just want people to have an open mind about isolating these events um, and isolating what he had going on with Cassie uh, and now the growth that it sounds like he's had in accepting himself. And again, I'm putting the blame personally on the toxic masculinity that this society, that our society has, that, you know, he probably felt safe finally in a relationship with someone uh and was afraid for his truth to come out and 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 that's a fear i think a lot of people a lot especially a lot of gay people have um until they accept themselves yeah i feel like when i watched the interview um honestly i just felt bad for him and i the reason why i felt bad was because I feel I feel bad for people that can't be themselves because of uh, the stigma everybody else puts on them. You know what I mean? Like what you're right. supposed to be. And the fact is, like, he knew he was different since the age of six. He knew when he was a freshman in high school, he said that he was more attracted to guys. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, we as a society, like, you were just talking about the, like, toxic masculinity. But, like, we, I feel like, a lot of people make it very difficult for people to be their true authentic self. And for him, I feel like he could have come to terms with this a lot earlier in life if people weren't so judgmental and like being gay wasn't such a negative connotation. Like he was saying, it's true. Like you screw up in football or you do something stupid and it's like, oh, that was so gay. Like it has such a negative connotation. Like why would anybody want to be like, come out when mm-hmm. people are going to be judging their every move. You know what I mean? Right. And right. It's a, it's scary. It's so scary. And I, I just feel, to be honest with you, I feel bad for anybody that's living with knowing who they really are, but they can't be who they are because of how everybody else is going to think about them. Yeah. And I understand that I like Colton came on to be the bachelor and I, 
you know, there's a lot of us women that really were trying to have an emotional connection with him. I don't feel like I wasted my time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really do not. I feel like I learned so much about myself in that own journey. And I really did try to give myself the opportunity to see Colton in my future. And the thing is, like, it worked out the way it was supposed to. Like, it didn't. It wasn't me. And it wasn't met in the cards. It wasn't in the cards for us. And I think that with him breaking up with Hannah G and I, we didn't understand it at the time. But he was struggling with that. And the fact that he had to pray to, he thanked God the day that he became Bachelor saying, like, thank you for allowing me to be straight. Is so sad to me. Like he yes. knew. Yes. Yeah. He yes. knew. I will say when Colton and I did have our conversation. So one reason why I feel like my time was not wasted is because he helped me transform or he helped me come to terms with a lot of things I was dealing with. When I opened up mm-hmm. about my own problems, he was very supportive of me. Like he mm-hmm. yeah. listened and made me feel better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so with that, if he would have like put me down or made me feel less than because of my own problems, then that would have been something else. Right. The fact is like I came to him and I brought to him my biggest skeleton in my closet and I've grown so much from that. And Mm -hmm. so he was always very kind and supportive to me in that regard. So yeah, that's why I feel like I didn't waste my time. Good. That, that part is sad. I will say that that in going through life that way is sad until you get that that moment of support and and that was beautiful and i'm and like the second part of the interview when they showed that he told his dad and and his dad was there and he you know his family and everybody's giving him this really big you know hug of support that was that was really beautiful and i think that like like he said he wouldn't have had the courage to to come on tv and say this and and now be you know a, a quote unquote advocate for anyone who is struggling in that space, who yeah. looks like him. And that's why when Robin said, you know, there might be a football player out there right now watching this, that's feeling the way that you feel, you know, and that's absolutely um, we I mean, there's so much there's so much toxic masculinity in sports. Like, let's be honest. Right. Like it, there is. It's just like you. you. I mean, there someone comes out as gay and it's this huge thing. And it's just NFL like being a virgin the, bachelor. Yeah, it's it's why is it always like why are these things such a thing? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well, I mean, I I, I think being a virgin, you know, in your mid mid to later 20s is just a lot of people can't relate to it. Like, there's especially especially somebody like Colton, who is, like I said, you know, a a good looking guy who Mm -hmm. a lot of girls want to sleep with. Straight men just can't relate to that like for mm-hmm. me that was the first question i asked him wh- when we hung out after uh after the show I was like how are you a virgin like mm-hmm. how are you still a virgin and you're um, saying that because he's like a good looking guy yeah a good looking guy who a lot a lot of girls want to be with so well, i will i will say this a, a good looking guy that a lot of guys want to be with too because i've already got a few text messages are you joking son of my guy i have so many people being like i mean send him my way i'm like oh my god <laughs> he's a good looking man there yes i think yes. the um the scary thing about it all is the path that he was down before yes. he finally came to terms with the fact that he was gay yeah. um and if he didn't 
there's a good chance he wouldn't be on this earth. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I think that's the scary thing. And that's the thing that makes, you know, just me as somebody that can't really relate to it, wake up and be like, wow, like, like that's, that's pretty intense because mm-hmm. he was, and he was really, really struggling. Yeah. Um, and you saw that and you saw that in the interview and you saw that in his face. So, I mean, now I'm just hoping he lives his best life finally. Yeah. You know, I also just want to say, like, I really hope, like, I hope people respect the boundaries of him and Cass's relationship. This is not a time for us to, or for people to now divulge and try to figure out every, you know, nook and cranny of their relationship. Like, yeah. I'm sure she is also going through her own thing right now. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, this is not about their relationship, at least for me. I think it's more of like, he wanted that so badly, I think, to try to be this person that he thought everybody wanted him to be or to try to fit in. Right? Yeah. I agree. And I I I hate that someone else was kind of like like how he said he brought somebody else into his own mess in order to right. figure that out. Which my heart goes out to her. Um but at the same time. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine living through like not being able to be who I freaking am and trying to conform to somebody else's like idea of who I should be. I don't know. It's I struggle with that. Yeah, and it's and it and it's a it's a and also just the conversation that they had about being a Christian and being gay was also very, uh, just very powerful because mm-hmm. you are taught that it's wrong and you it shouldn't. Is this and but yet you have these feelings and you're like so the feelings that i'm having is wrong so i understand how that's super confusing for him and anyone who is a christian who also happens to be gay um but the little anecdote that robin said to about um god loves you for who he is because of who he is not Mm -hmm. what we do Mm-hmm. And that's just that 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 was so. I was like, okay, where do I get that on a shirt? Like, <laughs> so it's so good. It's so good, and it's so true. Yeah. And that anxiety that he clearly had about his family and his friends, and they're so accepting. I love to hear that because sometimes we don't hear that. We hear the opposite, and we hear um, families not being so supportive sometimes. So I'm I'm really happy about that. But when it comes to Cassie, you know, I I do wonder how she feels. Of course, like you said, respecting her space and respecting their relationship. And how would you not. guys? How would you guys feel? Not to cut you off. Well, I mean, this is the thing. I feel like so much happened in that relationship. You know what I mean? I think it went down a very different. So many events happened that mm-hmm. were not okay, mm-hmm. but I think it's because he was trying to figure out himself and. I can't speak on that. I don't know. I yeah. wasn't in that. I love I love the apology and I know you got one of you said you don't think he needed to apologize. And I I I get that side, but I also get the side of like, you know, he feels like he should have been stronger to deal with this on his own before going through this, but but to you girls, to the girls that was on his season and to Cassie and to everyone that he had he's had relations with, it's like 
this whole time he was trying to, um, what's the word? Uh, not figure it out, but, but, but change his mind. He was trying to change his mind, you know, and that's Uh, really, go ahead. That's why I say he doesn't, I mean, should he apologize to, to the girls and to his ex? That's different. That's not what I mean when I say apologize. I mean, more or less, I mean, more towards like the fans because he still gave them a show. And it was one of the more popular seasons. I mean, yeah. it really was. Yeah. So they he did gave him technically, a fence jump. They did technically get entertain, entertainment I, out of it. I think the only people he needs to apologize to is the people he heard along the way. And it's like, and I think that that's is Cassie, and that could possibly be his family or her family. You know what I mean? Uh, things like that. But I don't think he needs to apologize to fans. I don't uh, either. Do you really think that? Well, well. For what? No, it's not about it's not about apologizing to fans. I think what I think I think the sentiment that I got from him is that people were invested in my journey and I should have been more invested in my own journey, my real journey and not put these people, meaning everyone involved. I mean, through through this. And I get that, but like he said, if it wasn't for this journey, I might not have ever come to this to this point. He could have just, if he was never The Bachelor or on The Bachelorette or never, you know, went down the path of television where you, it's so seeing, where you really see yourself, he could have just met some girl where he lived and got married and had kids like he just thought he was supposed to, Right. So I think that the investment in him as a human and as, and you know, he, there's so many people that follow him. There's so many people that care about him. When we do put our lives on TV, they just, they care. They do. They care. So I think that's what he meant. Not yeah. like, I'm sorry, fans, for wasting your time. I don't, I don't yeah. think that. It's more so like you guys were so invested in me and I wasn't really invested in myself to do the work that I needed to do. But... I will. Ha- I have a question for you guys. Now that, do, like, now that he's come out as gay, um, and talking about the franchise and talking about the different, just things that the franchise can bring and the different changes in diversity, do we finally get a gay bachelor? <laughs> do we get a gay bachelor now? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think that would be amazing. I don't. I would never say never. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You never know what's going to happen in Bachelor Nation. They always keep you on your freaking toes. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? This could be a turning point for the for the franchise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean... But granted, at the same time, like we did have like a Demi. So... Yeah. yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? But she wasn't a lead, but she's all, she was like another... We contestant. saw her relationship on... Absolutely. Paradise. Demi did have a relationship with a female Christian... On Paradise. And like that was probably one of them. I loved it. That was probably one of the most beautiful relationships I've seen, to be honest with you. I, I mm-hmm. love both of them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it would. I mean, yeah, that would be re- that would be really cool to see her. Ha- like if if Dem- if someone like a Demi, someone who dated men and women uh, had a season, that'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, um, why not? Yeah. Natasha, you said if he didn't go on TV there's a chance that he would have just wound up with a girl and that's it. How often do you think that actually happens? 
I think more it, often than we know. Personally, I think it happens a lot, especially um, being and I have a lot of gay friends who live in L.A., who live in New York, who live in Miami, who live in these bigger cities where they feel accepted. Right. But even still, even I mean, Joe, you live in Chicago, Boys Town, like like these isolated where I live in Hell's Kitchen, these isolated areas where it's like even in these bigger cities, there's these isolated areas where at one point it was like you guys are okay in this area but don't go anywhere else being gay right right and that's not the, and so when i think of people who are in smaller um smaller towns and the norm um i mean i've had i've i've had full blown arguments with people in michigan um where pe- women and men have been rude or mean to someone who who was gay, who was, you know, who who was gay. And I've had full-blown arguments. Like, you know, I there was a guy who used the girls' bathroom. You know, that's why I love gender-neutral bathrooms now. But, um, and these girls went crazy on him. They were like, you don't belong in here. And, I mean, this was a long time ago. I was like 21. But still, it's just not okay. He's, he's going in a stall to use a bathroom because guess what? He's coming to the women's bathroom because guess what? The toxic masculinity in the man's bathroom could actually, he could be hurt. That's why he's here. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't want to go on a tangent on that whole thing, but I'm saying that to say, I think it happens a lot more than we think just because we live in these, we live in these um, states where it's just a little more accepted, I think. But when you go into the outskirts and when you go into uh, places that are not an inner city, yeah, it's tough. It's, it's a lot tougher. Hmm. Well, I think and being in the spotlight too, just like him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's in the spotlight for a w- long time. And like, again, you being a really good looking male football player, whatever, you should be this certain type of way. And now that you want to come out and be gay, I feel like he probably thought a lot of people are going to be like, you can't do that. You can't be that. This is not what you're supposed to be. Right. He yes. might have even felt that. I, I mean, I don't want to put words in, but like by his family, even, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really know what mm-hmm. that conversation looked like, but the fact that he's now being so supported by everybody i think that's how it should be let yes. people be who they truly freaking are like who am i to say you can't be like that or and judge you for that yes yeah. and for everyone who's like who cares who cares about this who cares about this honestly a lot right. of people care about it and people need to care about it because again there's someone out there in the world that may even if it's one person watches that interview and gets the courage to come out to their mom or their dad or to someone i mean that's beautiful yeah and honestly who cares about the people that says that say who cares I mean, those people are the worst those people are, 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 are well, always people the issues. haters those people yeah. are always the haters who cares who cares nobody cares about you anymore shut the fuck up okay. you cared you All cared right. enough but you, you know cared enough care to about? comment but with that being said i just want to i want to send a big hug out to Colton and and love to him just I'm so happy you're finally able to live in your truth and like be who you are and you are accepted you are enough and I hope you find your man (laughs) (laughs) but um, with that being said we're off to something else fun we have some fan questions that we would love to answer and dive into right guys yeah let's get into it all right so we've been waiting to answer some fan questions I'm gonna read off the questions and then we're gonna answer them Okay, Yay. let's do it. Okay, let's go. do it. All right, first question, and I'm not choosing the order. 
First question, nope. Joe. <laughs> You're amazing. Okay, relax. Jo- it does not say Listen, that. It no. doesn't say that, Joe. <laughs> okay, all right. Joe, where did you get the name Sundays with Joe? What inspired you to make a sauce? Great. Okay. Um, I grew up eating pasta and like Italian food every Sunday as a kid. And mm. it's just something we did. It was a tradition. And I was in the grocery store business. I've worked in restaurants and the produce business. So... For me, it just made sense. It's something I'm passionate about. Um, I have a my best friend that I'm partners with. He has a distribution company, so we came up with the sauce. We have a couple other. We have an arrabbiata, which is a spicy marinara that we have that coming out. We have a bunch of different flavors coming out. Um, and it's just a business that I know and I'm passionate about. So that's why I like it. But thank so you for asking. Sauce, honey. Thank you, buy thank you sauce. for asking and letting me plug it in my own, my podcast. So thanks, appreciate <laughs> it. Okay, oh all right. Enough of me. Question number two, Natasha. I know you have a particular diet, but what is your favorite food? Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. So I'll answer this both ways. So before my diet. Definitely mac and cheese. Oh, mac and cheese, yes. mac and cheese, mac and cheese, lobster mac and cheese, crab mac and cheese, any type of mac and cheese. Yum. Shells or or what? Um, what are the little curls? Little C's. Oh, fazolis. Fusilli. 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 Yeah, close. Vasily. Okay. That First of all, you don't even know. Okay. Yeah, just, I, yeah, so, I don't yeah, mind a shell though. Um, there's okay. a place in New York called Sweet Chick and they have really good mac and cheese and they use the shell and I'm with it. I like it. I love so, shell mac and cheese. Yep. That's pretty good. Um, So that was before that. So now with my uh, diet and I can't eat carbs like that anymore like I used to. Um, and I think I've said this on a previous podcast, like when we first started doing this and Joe looked at me like I was crazy, cauliflower. Cauliflower is like a staple in my life. I eat a lot of it because you can make it in so many different ways. You can make cauliflower pizza. You can make cauliflower rice. You can make it so many different things with cauliflower. Um, so it's a versatile yeah. vegetable. Love cauliflower. Great answer. Delicious. Delicious. Answer. So those are my, those are my two faves. Cauliflower. Okay. That's cheese. so funny. All right. Good. Tasha. Yep. What is your favorite dress from The Bachelorette? Ooh. Um, I actually have to say it's probably the pink Galvan dress that I wore. Um, it was like fuchsia pink. Do you remember that one? Which was it on a date? What? Which give us the oh right Bachelorette? Oh, that was a rose ceremony dress. Rose ceremony dress. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was like I, the pink one. It was the day that I said goodbye to Ben. Oh, the day you said bye to Ben. Okay, yeah. Give us that context, boo. Mm-hmm. I just remember. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't mean to do that, but yeah, I just remember. Um, What's it called? It, it was this one. Oh, see. I don't have it. I don't think. I think I got it. My Does it have like flowers on it? No. Okay. Not that one. Not I can, while you look for it, I'll tell you my favorite dress. Uh, the two-on-one dress, girl. That dress. Wait, two-on-one? What? When um when Bennett and um Noah I, had a two-on-one, that dress you had on <gasps> did not per- come to play. <laughs> it did not come to play. Dress. It did oh, not play. God. I remember really liking your um your night one dress. 
I love yes. my night one dress yeah. too. My night one dress is beautiful too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, I, I'm not going to lie. I, that's a really hard question because I loved so many of my dresses. Mm-hmm. Truly. Shout out to Carrie. Shout and out to Carrie. Carrie Boo. did an insane job, but also we just had so much freaking fun mm-hmm. because I was so unexpected that there was like, he just ordered clothes and we just went ham and I love clothes. So yeah. Okay. If you could wear any designer dress, what designer? Uh, probably Alexander Vothier. Okay. I like a good Vothier or a Legere. I mean, come on. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. All right. Next question. Best advice for a Friday night. I like to go out on Friday night. I like to go be with my girls on a Friday night. Okay. I think then you can recover on Saturday and still have your Sunday. Sorry. Okay. Mine is after 10 p.m., turn your phone off. Whether you're out, whether you're at home with your friend, whatever, turn the phone off. 10 p.m., turn it off. Enjoy whatever you're doing. Right wow, now. Okay. I love that. I'm going to try okay, that. I'm going to have to, uh, I think keep the phone on. I'm going to have to side with Tayshia on this one. Go out, have fun. I think Friday is the night to be out opposed to Saturday. Okay. But even No, even if you're out, I'm saying even if you're out on Friday, turn what the phone off. What, what if you're, what if you're looking to meet somebody? What, yeah, what you, no, I'm just saying don't be on the phone. Yeah, just don't be on the phone. That's okay, so I'm we're saying. taking it we're taking it a little too literally. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Just right. don't shut be on shut your the phone. world off from, from everybody else, but like half of the moment. Shut it off. Rip I love it. that. Go crazy. Okay. Read your book. Stay in bed. Whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> okay. Okay, I love yeah. that. All right. What is your favorite thing to cook? I like to bake and I like to make cocktails. Okay, bye. Okay. Look, uh, salad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with pasta. Okay. Red sauce or a lemon sauce. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite memory from your time on the Bachelorette? Bachelor, or Bachelorette. I was thinking about this the other day. The fact that I freaking bungee jumped and skydived—that's so fucking epic. I'm so sorry, but like. Uh, and the fact that I bungee jumped incorrectly and I could have actually died midair <laughs> is so crazy to me. I, If you would have asked me to bungee jump off this building right now, I probably would have said no. But the fact that I did it, I give myself so much kudos. So, yes. Okay. Yes. And also getting engaged. I mean, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Joe? Uh, I would say for me, it was... Um, it was I was still struggling with like being in front of the camera and it was during paradise and Kendall, who I was dating at the time went on a date with Leo and Jordan was dating Jenna and she went on a date and me and him had to have like a one on like a one-on-one conversation. And we just couldn't stop laughing. Cause we were just, you know, like when you have like those laugh attacks and you just can't stop laughing. Yeah. And I just remember it being so funny and that was probably one of my favorites. Okay. Oh. I like that. Um, my favorite was, um, just starting, it was literally just starting a meditation. Um, and my girlfriends that were the girls that were in my room, they all knew how crazy I was about like needing my time. Like that's, that's like the funny thing about people who like yogis, they're like really serious about it. Like I'll cut your head off if you don't leave them alone when they're having their time. Funny. Um, so them basically being like uh y'all nah like it was a handler trying to get me to do something an interview or something i was like no i would i just wouldn't go in there right now because she is meditating and like i wasn't in it yet so i heard them like backing people off and it was just it was just really good because it was like 
I, I just love that because they they just got me. In that moment, I felt seen. I felt heard. That's cool. Like, my girls got me. They got me. I love me. that. So, yeah. So, that was one of my favorite moments. Okay. <laughs> I love that. All right. Where is your favorite place to travel to? Uh, Bali. Oh. I love that. Paris is mine. Oof. Oh, man. It's so hard. That's a hard question for me. Ah. Uh. Italy, if you Paris, say something like Spain, the bathroom, I'm going to. New gonna... York. No, the bathroom. Say something crazy. I told, you my, I, I told you my facial cream routine. You think my favorite place is the bathroom? I would probably say um, I really like Madrid. I'm going to go Madrid. Oh, my God. I've never been. But yeah, look, I'm I, I really, so down. I really, really enjoyed Madrid. Okay. All right. Okay. Celebrity crush. Everybody knows this. Matthew McConaughey. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So, guys, I. This is so crazy because I had, I've said this a thousand times with Jesse Williams. Love him. But last night I had a dream about Kid Cudi. He was on <laughs> SNL wearing a dress. I liked it. Oh, look, <laughs> look, Kid <laughs> Cudi. I had a whole dream it's about Georgia. him. Listen, if anybody's listening to this knows Kid Cudi and he's single, tell Kid Cudi to slide in my DMs though. <laughs> <laughs> Kid Cudi is like probably I love his music. He's so cute. Uh, the yeah, best. I actually stand. Good actor. He's a good actor. I stand us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I stand what you about too. You, Joe? Um, Anna the what is it? Anna the Armas or something? I think is how you oh say. Oh my it. god, that that's right. We knew yeah. this. We knew this. Yeah. Natasha. Okay. All right. Best childhood board game. Oof. Connect Four. It's not a okay. board game, but I'm gonna go Clue. <gasps> I know. Um, I really, really, really. Well, it's not childhood, but I love Rummy Cube. Yes, that's her. I love Rummy Cube. I played that with Zachary quite a bit. But also, what other games are like? Do you guys remember Moncala? No, never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> no. Okay, whatever. Might be How a Cali about thing. Monopoly. Like, yeah, 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 I love Monopoly. Monopoly. Oh, yeah. sorry. I used to love sorry. I used sorry to love too. sorry. Yeah. What about Parcheesi? Okay. I actually really, as a board game, I love Parcheesi. Never played that. Because there's a little cup and you like. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God, Yahtzee. Yahtzee was fun. I, 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 I really Yahtzee. loved Yahtzee. Good game. Okay. All right. Um, what is one thing you learned about yourself from your time on The Bachelor? Once I'm comfortable in front of a camera, I'm very funny okay you steal the show you steal uh, the show that's what uh, it is you get him comfortable and he steals the show that's uh, right what, what i learned was that i really am a hot and cold person <laughs> okay. Okay. i really am a hot and cold person you gotta catch me on my hot day because if i'm cold leave me the fuck alone um it's really beneficial to put yourself out there and to try new things that's all i know mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very educational of you I, I like that. it okay what is the best part about podcasting together I'll go first I think just I being able I, I just yeah it's in there what is the yeah, best it part is. about I yeah, think it's just um, you know just having conversations and being able to all laugh together and have fun I agree I, I like picking on you Joe to be honest yeah I like um, on me too. and I love hearing Natasha's insight on a lot of different things just because I feel like that's how we learn that's how we grow as people and i feel mm-hmm. like i think our hearts are both in the same place or oh, all three of our hearts are in the same place but it's really mm-hmm. cool that we all just have different perspective about the same thing you know yes yeah yes. um and i think it's just been really fun and enjoyable to get to know you guys in that regard so 
Yes, that. that's my favorite thing too. Seeing and hear, hearing every week your perspectives, which is so different than mine. And I try to be such an open-minded person about right. everyone's walks of life. And so just hearing another way of things or how someone, how you guys think about things, it really, I love that too. It's my favorite. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> love you guys. I love you. Okay. <laughs> is dating on a reality show harder or easier than dating in real life? Easier. Yeah, I'm going to say easier too. Okay, yep, wow. Easier. Love that. Because you know what? I don't know if you guys know who Marshawn Lynch is, but he says yeah, all the course. time, you know why I'm here. You go on a dating show, you know why you're here. In real life, you don't know why somebody's sitting across from you. You don't know if that girl you can just want to free time. you. No. You don't know if that guy just want to fuck you. You don't know nothing. <laughs> but on it's the so show, true. you're like, hey. It's true. so true. At least you, they're right then and there, and they're like, yeah, I'm actually looking for something. You do? And yeah. Like, true. yeah, I am down. So. Yep. Okay. All right. What is on your 2021 bucket list? And I actually just changed mine uh, yesterday. Oh, Joe, who is on your 2021 bucket list? <laughs> yeah, what is that? No, I, on anymore? my 2021 bucket list <laughs> is uh, if we're able to travel outside of the country, I want to go to Australia. Oh, mm, I've never everything. been. I've never you're been. You're really into Aussie women. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I mean, go to Australia. I want to go. What is that? Bond, Bondi Beach or Bondi yeah, Beach? Yeah, Bondi Beach. This is hard for me. 2021 bucket list. 2021 bucket list. 2021 bucket list. Um... I definitely want to freeze my eggs. Ah. Okay. Ah. Wait, I was I not expecting that. that. I have frothing at the mouth, Joe. And then I want to. I thought you were going to say like, go to like Paris or something. You're just like, freeze my eggs. That's actually a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking she gotta about that. She got to do it. She got Look, she's getting older. She got to do it. I've mm-hmm. been thinking about that. That's crazy. Okay, cool. I actually really love that for you. Okay. Um, as far as myself, 2021 bucket list, uh, guys, I'm kind of doing it. Um, I want to start doing hosting and stuff and I'm kind of doing it. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep putting it out there. Mm -hmm. Goals. We have goals on our bucket list. Yes, girl. Okay. What, um, what did we all do in New York city? I... We went to dinner. We went to dinner. Oh, like meaning like what we did together. Yeah, yeah I think that's what they mean, right? We yeah. went to dinner, and Zach came as well. Um, yeah, he's not on this podcast today, but we miss him. Yes, and uh, it was fun. And yeah, it was. It was. We went to a restaurant, my friend's restaurant, Sauce. It was great. Yeah, yeah. And Natasha and I ripped te- tequila shots. Tequila yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. And Round two you also ordered up. so much freaking food. Yeah, we, we had basically so made much them food. Taste, I made them taste everything. I ordered, which I hate doing, but I know everything on that menu, so I ordered. Um, but in, in real life, I do not ask me to order because I have the weirdest diet. So do not ask me to order. That's so funny. Like, no, you did a really good this? job. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Okay. Yes. What is your favorite physical attribute on the opposite sex? <sighs> I have a couple. Backs. 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 Interesting. Backs. Wow. Yeah. Strong Ooh. backs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trapezoids. <laughs> yeah. Trapezoids in the arms, right? Oh, no, it's here. No, right? trapezoids. Like oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Backs. I love. Okay. Backs. When I see Joe, what about yours? Like, mm. Um. Well, you know, 
<laughs> uh, the best, you know, you know, I actually, Joe, yeah. do we want to know what is it? Yeah, I mean, and listen, you know, obviously, uh, I'm a guy. I know, and, and I know people are saying like, oh, when Victoria Fuller was on, Joe, so so uh, typical man, yada yada yada. First of oh, all, is that what your DMs are saying? First of all, Victoria Fuller was having a fun time. I wasn't offending her. Whatever. All right. Okay. Wait. My so. favorite physical attribute on the opposite sex. I'm gonna say though. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Uh, I like eyebrows. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I like. Are you I, like I like a full eyebrow. Eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. So if a What's girl's wrong? Eyebrows, are, are eyebrows okay? Yeah. That's so funny because I'm getting mine microbladed soon. I can't wait. Oh my god. So if you see a skinny eyebrow, you like girl. <laughs> I, I mean, I like. Yeah, I like. I, I think I like thicker eyebrows. But I mean, that's Anna's eyebrows. I mean, that's honestly that's that's like attribute number ten. I don't know. I like them all. I like I like all the. No, things but like when you see a girl, is like it like what what's like one thing that you would say most of the girls that you dated had in common? Like they had really great legs. They had really great smile. They had a really great eyes they had really i like i like a, i like a i like a great smile i like a smile that lights up a room mm. do we have yeah. good smiles joe great smiles like okay this? yeah great smile <laughs> okay all right tasha did you answer this oh um for the male i really love guys hands i really love guys mm. arms i really love guys eyes and i love their v okay their feet V, They're like v. you know those V the muscles. V. Oh, v. oh. Okay. All righty, all righty. Who is your dream podcast guest? Last question. Kia Cuddy now. Mm-hmm. Oh my <laughs> lord. Where you at, Kia Cuddy? Ooh. I want to have someone like. I don't know. Oh my gosh, I want to have Heather McMahon. She is hilarious. Do you guys know who she is? No. Okay, guys. I'm going to start spamming you guys with stories that she does. She's the most hilarious bitch I've ever encountered on Instagram. Okay. Heather McMahon or... I mean, we had Nikki Bella, which she was my dream. Um, Obviously, Jen, but I just like... Kristen Cavalieri. Okay. Who's yours? Uh, mine's, I always say it, Larry David. I mean, we'll never get him on Bachelor <laughs> Nation, but Larry David. How do you know? You're so cute. Larry might, You're so cute. Larry might pull up. You guys, that was so much fun. Thank you so much for asking us all those questions. I actually learned a little bit more about myself. I got a little, little bit more about my co-host, and we had a lot of fun doing it. Thank you so much. And like always, I love the fact that you guys listen to us. Yes, Every it was week. so fun. Keep asking us questions. We love it. It's it's another way to connect with you guys. And to be honest with you, it makes me think inwardly as well, Joe. So it, it's kind of fun. Yes, love it. Please send us more. We're ready. We're here. We're here to tell the truth, guys, and nothing but the truth. Thank you guys so much again for listening to another episode of Clickbait. Today was so fun, and I'm so happy that you guys sent in questions to answer. I think it rattled Joe and Natasha a little bit. Um, and we just got to know each other a little bit better. So happy birthday to you two. Thank you for listening to everyone and have a good day. Yes. And please make sure to check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Share your stories with us, your questions. We want to know what clickbait you're getting into this week. And subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Wondery app, or wherever you guys are listening right now. Hit the subscribe button, and we will see you next week.